real, you guys, what is up? Before I get into my guests and everything, I just gotta say, life has been nuts. If you follow my Instagram, you've seen the October highlights, and man, were they highlights. Um, so my next solo pod is going to actually be insane. Um, but we love that. We love insanity. I think that's what the podcast really thrives on. Um, so without further ado, I cannot wait to introduce my guest, the one, the only, <laughs> Hannah Wycombe! Okay, the What's up, Hannah? Hey, girl. Hey. So Hannah and I are girly pop friends. Yes. Uh, we actually met in college. She was helping me move into my dorm, which oh is my like such a circle of life kind of moment that we're chilling here now. Um, Hannah, how are you feeling tonight? I'm feeling good. I'm so excited to be with you. Like, I've been so pumped up about this all week. I was like, oh my gosh, you know what? Even if it's been like a rough week, I'm like, I get to hang out with Morgan. Oh my god, It'll be good. It'll be so good. Your energy yeah. is wonderful. I love Hannah. We definitely just like chopped it up for like 30 minutes, but yeah. that's kind of how it always goes. And yeah. Hannah's like one of my biggest like fans slash friends. Yes. And I love that. Like, Big I fan. love that energy. I love, she's always like, oh my gosh, girl, this podcast. And I'm like, oh, yes, yes. So it's kind of like an awesome moment slash honor to have you on the podcast because you've been tracking with me since day one. Day one fan. I got you. Day one fan. (laughs) Day one friend. So Anna, let's give the people a chance to get to know you. So just kind of like talk about like where you're from and, you know, what exactly is your like position role right now? Kind of that whole vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I grew up in Ash Grove, Missouri, which is like 30 minutes from Springfield. And I went to college at Evangel where I met you. Yeah, you. <laughs> I remember you on your first day. It was fantastic. Oh, I was no. like, this, this girl's going to be awesome. Like, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> <Like> Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, we met at Evangel. Um, I got a degree in biological chemistry at Evangel. And then currently I'm living in Springfield. Been here a couple years. Um, I am working, running my own business and not using my degree right now. But we'll get back to it eventually. Yeah. So life's a journey. Yeah. <laughs> And Hannah's balling out, so it's like, really, like, if you're not using your degree, but you're, the bank account numbers hey, are, like, going right? up and up and up, hey. it's totally, like, awesome. That's what matters. Allowed. You know, the student loans will take care of themselves. It, the student, it, it, exactly. it works out. It's all working out, so. So Hannah's, like, one of those hearts and, like, lives that I feel like you're, like, a cat. Like, you've gone through, like, nine lives. And Bro, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it, I'm always, like, evolving into a different version of myself. Like, yeah. who I was last year is not who I am this year, and one hundred percent. So the vibe of this episode, we wanted to kind of bring it down a little bit, make it more chill, make it more like down to earth. But it's kind of all about taking risks. And you know, in my next solo pod, I'm gonna talk about so many risks I feel like I've just taken. But Hannah's gone through what I feel like are a lot of ballsy risks, and I think it's awesome because I'm so excited to see like what you're continuing to do in your life. So do you want to just talk about kind of some of the things? career-wise you've chosen or risks you've taken throughout your life? Yeah. Um, one of my biggest risks actually was going to college because I'm a first-generation college student. My parents didn't go. Okay. Okay, queen. Uh, that's the wrong one. Oh, we're not laughing you know, I need to, like, get this figured out. There we go. Yeah, hey, Thank you, Don't thank come. you. But Hannah was, like, a smart girl. Like, Ooh. Hannah, like, I'm a 3.6-er, which is, like, you know, okay, queen, you're a little no, that's average. good, that's but good. Hannah's, like, a 4.0-er, like, oh, lots so of cores. Like, so close to 4.0. Oh, we're right basically, there. Basically, bro. But the fact that she's, like, we're right there. Like, for me, I was, like, did I even get 3.6? I didn't even check. I, I went I back and looked. <laughs> I looked at my transcript literally last night. I was, like, I'm oh, 3.96, there it is. Oh, that's so Bruh, close. That is 
Whoever teacher would not round up, like, no. I'm like, oh, you all did me dirty. No. That's crazy. <laughs> it's okay. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Back to what you were saying, though. Uh, yeah. So, first generation college student. Um, I also have five siblings, and I was the first of those five to go to college, too. So, wow. even going to college is like, oh, my gosh. I had no idea what I was doing at all. Um, super new experience for me. Uh, I actually almost dropped out my freshman year because it was so terrifying of like a new experience. It was like I had been homeschooled my whole life and it was like major culture shock, like being around people every day. So that was a risk to navigate for sure. And then the next biggest risk would definitely be joining the military. Like you girl is not So what really year of college or... did you join the military? Um, I was actually a senior. It was the last semester of my senior year. And I didn't feel like I was being called to go right into medical school. I kind of felt like there was something else out there for me. And right before I went into my like last semester, I was just like praying and stuff. And like the military kind of popped into my head. And I remember like, I was like, okay, God, like that's crazy. I'm first of all, very gentle. And I feel like everybody in the military is like very hood. Like, right, right. Like, hardcore. Like, yeah, super hardcore. I was like, I cry like yeah. every day. Like, I don't know that I'm like built for this. Um, I can't even imagine. Like, I feel like I'd be like, oh my gosh, I just broke three nails. Like, yeah, are you going to no. reinforce me? Like, right. I was like, I'm not going to be able to tan. I'm not going to be able to get my hair done. You're going to be so like, depressed. Right. Like, like, what about my Starbucks? Like, that was one of my biggest things. I was like, the basic training, there's no not gonna be any starbucks runs for six months so and we, there sound, wasn't. we sound so like like white girl privilege no, right but now I wasn't, but and that's what makes us happy though you no, know like that's sometimes the serotonin for your day is yeah going and getting that starbucks so every saturday baby every <laughs> yes, saturday yes yeah <laughs> so like doing that i was like i don't think i'm cut out for this i don't think like okay god like this is crazy but um i went up to meps which is like the in-processing unit and everything happened so fast like i everything worked out with the recruiter everything like fell into place really quickly and i'm like okay like we're gonna go for it like i went from being like ah uh, no to like 24 hours later i was like sworn into the military so when everything was moving really fast were you kind of feeling like a peace a little bit just being like okay or was it were you still just like petrified there was a weird sense of peace but also like being terrified too right. and i think because i didn't ship out to basic training until like four months later okay i had kind of time to like process it and be like okay like this is my life it'll be okay leading up to it now i was i was so scared i could not sleep the night before i shipped out like i for anything. Be able to no, be i was like yeah i'm gonna be being yelled at for the next six months like <laughs> can i like yeah. not do this anymore? how was basic training so was it like as intense as oh my god okay so everybody be like oh like, be straight with me would i make it, it or no you would i believe you, you would okay because you have a strong personality you can stand up for yourself okay and i you. think you have a lot of intrinsic motivation which is hmm. like big in the military because they break you down like so much like yeah they will find your flaws and say the meanest harshest things and i think because you like know who you are and you have a strong sense of identity you could be like yeah he's telling me my family hates me right now but i know my family doesn't hate yeah. me like i know that's not true Bro, so i know debbie is like trying to send me a car right you're like, <laughs> you're like look when mail comes tonight i'm gonna have all this mail more mail than everybody yeah. else in my platoon like i'm okay <laughs> go ahead yell at me i'll do some push-ups it'll be fine oh my gosh yeah like i think you i think you would have really thrived in it but it's well, definitely <laughs> like okay it's so scary i was like oh my goodness what have i done like day zero which i'm like they can't even give us day one like it's day zero so we feel like we've accomplished nothing after the wow. first day um but like when you get there you're assigned a number you're not 
called by your actual name you're called by that number and they keep you awake for like 48 plus hours and you're like i remember i was coming on caffeine like coming off of caffeine withdrawals and i was like throwing up like information i was like this ain't it (laughs) so yeah super difficult but i think anybody could do it if they like stick to it if they want to so yeah very cool very cool okay so you so you go into the national guard right and then what happens now um so when i came home i was like super lost because they really they kind of strip you of your sense of identity so i came home and i was like whoa all my friends from evangel who i'd been so close with were gone uh one of my close friends was like in africa another one was like in medical school so it was like kind of starting over and that was honestly like a lost period for a while i was working at starbucks because i thought i wanted to be a barista pop off like, week she's like hey. national guard and i'm like, like, like what like, you're gonna give like, me starbucks so now i'm gonna work there like, like, right like it was crazy i don't know if yeah. it was like my inner white girl needed it so bad or something but no like huge transition and then i was like i honestly had like a big crisis too because like coming up of college like we don't know who we are like you go yeah. from your parents house you you know do that and then you go into college and you're in especially with evangel you're in that bubble for four years yeah and then i got thrown into boot camp for six months that was a culture shock and then it's like okay here's right like you're world. a part of these designated groups right, and now right. you're in a position where there's no Nothing. friend no group like right. just being yeah. yeah and you i don't know if you like resonate with that you probably felt that way too like after you like left evangel like there's no structure in your day-to-day life you're like wait. Shoot, i felt that way when i was about to graduate evangel <laughs> it's scary <laughs> isn't it you're like who am i gonna yeah. eat lunch with now like i had my yeah. like lunch group i had like people hung out with the night the stuff. culture shock of being like okay it's eight o'clock what do i do i'm alone i'm not on campus right. i barely know how to cook like right. <laughs> no, hey, no. You, you moved up in the world look at you go girl yeah bro like come on so, but i like to go off that, like, I, if you're listening to the pod, obviously you're listening. If you're watching it, you know, there's so much hope in that because that's really just the yeah. season. Like, for right. me, you know, you go through that suck and now it's like mm. every night I have to like, right. hey, tonight I'm doing nothing because I need to mentally chill. Like, right. that's, you know, but I don't know how it was yeah. for you. You probably kind of like that break in that schedule because I feel like you go, go, go. So you're like, please, we need a night at home. I'm like, Morgan, you cannot afford another <laughs> mental breakdown right now or work from Too home days. <laughs> You right. need it's like, to. I've got to power through this one. <laughs> it's hard saying no to people. Yes. Like, we don't oh, talk about my it enough gosh. how difficult it is to be like, hey, look, I love you, uh-huh. but tonight I really have to just do nothing yeah. for me. Right. And you have to take those breaks because if you don't, you will explode. Oh, you you'll will. get so burnt out. Like, yeah. boundaries are huge. I think that's a huge part of adult life yeah. that, that no one prepares you for is like, you can't say yes to everything. Yeah. Even with people you really love. Like, yeah. You can be like, hey, 100%. I gotta gotta you know recalculate but it, honestly it's choosing you and it's knowing mm-hmm. it's a part of like just your self-worth and knowing like hey I'm, I'm okay with doing this and i'm not okay with doing that and you don't need to shame me about it because yeah. this is what i believe and this is how i feel and this is what's best for me period girl so, yes ah! look at you do you have a therapist i'm like is, are they even recording right now we're just like <laughs> chopping it up and talking like too good <laughs> too good no my therapist rocks actually she's Aww. like one of my bestie friends and she's awesome that's so. so amazing i was gonna say you sound very like knowledgeable like you've been to therapy like you can you can yeah. tell from like one conversation with the person if they've been to therapy or not right. i was like oh my gosh she right. sounds like my therapist right now <laughs> like say no to the wrong things you can say yes yeah. to the right things <laughs> and it, honestly you just, it's a lot of just like learning and growth and making mistakes mm-hmm. and then you just realize like i'm so unhappy in these mistakes you know and 
for real. Got to figure out well what does make me happy, right. you know, and how do I so. But this is not okay. about me. It's about no, you. No, this is too good. I love learning more about you. No, this oh is good. my god, stop! Like, okay, Hannah and I love each other and uh, platonically. So much love, but for real, like we're obsessed. So okay, we need to focus. ADHD. Ay ay ay. Great. Okay, what was my question? So, I'm so sorry. So post college, you're out of the National Guard. Oh, yeah. You're feeling alone. You're at Starbucks, caramel macchiatos. What's yeah. what's going on next? How'd you deal with that? What'd you do? It was pretty rough. Like I I I was working out a lot, which always That's seems good. to help me kind of like get my bearings and stuff but I mean it was just it was really a dark season for me like that's really what it came down to it was it was very challenging I um I wasn't near any of my friends anymore either from the military too and like so it's part of the military is having to say goodbye to people a lot that you've grown really really close with so that was the season that I, I ended up picking myself out of and I can't remember quite the turning point but I was like okay I need to do something different and that was when I started working in the mental health field so you know we're like oh let's yeah, go queen. i was like maybe maybe let's do mental health like i'm passionate about like helping people who are struggling yeah. and stuff so i did that for a long time and that was what i did leading up to starting my business and so that was the big turning point was, I was yeah like, I, can't, I can't work with mental health anymore yeah <laughs> I mean, it's a lot it's, it's it a is. lot it's hard to turn it off is yes, what i've heard yes. from a lot of people that was my biggest challenge especially like i was working with like the homeless community and during like the winter months like they would sometimes lose their phones and not be able to reach out to me and like you'd have you'd hear about you know homeless people like freezing to death and things like that and i would be like thinking about my clients like laying in bed at night and i was like hannah like you your empathy is so high and you haven't yeah. learned how to balance that yet i don't think mental health is what you need to be like working in right now yeah like, you did my change heart that like up. I'm so proud of like people in that field because yeah. like for me oh I'm God. like five o'clock emails are off right, don't even right. think about you can turn me. it like, off no way mm -hmm. but you know with a position like that I mean you're thinking about it you're dreaming about it you're worried and right. that's that's really difficult right it takes yeah. a huge toll I don't know how people do it for years and years and years because my burnout was huge after like a year and a half it was wow. like, you feel so deeply for people and you see so much tragedy and so much struggle every day and you're like okay <laughs> Yeah, it's just, just a lot. So Hannah's really great too because we're gonna name dog Haley McCormick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my, my freaking dog. Shout out to Haley. She's one of my besties <laughs> for the resties. But like Haley and Hannah are awesome to oh talk to because gosh. they both are kind of like at least you have worked in that mental health field right, or like right. Haley isn't also in that situation. And it's like when I talk to you, obviously I can vent and I can say whatever, but they're not just gonna give me like a response <laughs> like a friend. They're gonna be like what is your Enneagram again? And what is your attachment style? <laughs> yes. How are you acting in these? And then like, it's so good because yeah. we don't always think about like what trauma has caused or oh, how we grew up or things mm -hmm. like that. And so it's so nice to have friends who really do care about like the psychology of things mm -hmm. and really like diving into the deeper issue of issues. And, right. and so if you don't have friends like that, go get new friends. Yeah. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> or go hang out with Haley. She's a great yeah. option. <laughs> oh, go get your minor in psychology and get tight with like yeah. people in that area yeah. or something, because it's just great to have those like intellectual mm -hmm. conversations about mm -hmm what you're going through not just from an angle of pain but from an angle yeah. of um okay well maybe this is like deeper than yeah. just oh this person hurt me like maybe it's like oh okay well i don't do well with avoidance or whatever <laughs> like we were talking about <laughs> what's your attachment style <laughs> hey, let me know we're gonna every time you get mad you run away and turn <laughs> fight or flight response interesting <laughs> 
right now getting into it i know i'm working on stuff i'm working on it hey you'll get that yeah. it's, it's all a journey you know and you're doing amazing just by wanting to improve a lot of people yeah. are like i'll stay the same right yeah i won't grow so it's yeah. awesome that you're wanting to grow to grow yes to grow yes cheers to growth <laughs> <laughs> okay back to hannah sorry you guys know how it goes this is amazing this, this i am having news. so much fun <laughs> i'm having so much fun like oh, why can't first dates be like this hey, like you know, <laughs> Sorry. They can't be with the right person. You're uh, okay, I'm, I'm here for it. You're too funny. Uh, yeah. Okay, so the turning point was you left that field. I did. So, um, and that actually was, I was on active duty military orders for about six months. And I wasn't able to even work with the mental health stuff at all. And there were a lot of entrepreneurs who were sergeants at my unit. And they would be like asking me questions about my life. And when we would go home, we'd only have like a few days. We'd have like three or four days at home. And then we'd be gone again for like almost a month type thing. And so during those few short days I was home, I was cleaning houses and making some extra money. And they were like, oh, like, do you have a business with that? And I was like, no, I cleaned for like three, I think it was three families at the time. I was like, no, I don't like do much with this. And they were like, you should form an LLC and like make something out of this, have employees. And I was like, that's insane. That's crazy. I was like, I would never, I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm not going to be a house cleaner. (laughs) That's not what I want to do. I was like, I like have a college degree and everything. And I think kind of during that season, God humbled me because things like once I ended those orders and was back in the mental health field, I kept getting pushed back. Like bad things kept happening at work. And it was like I was resisting that change. Yeah. And I was resisting what needed to happen. Like I, I know God wanted me to start my cleaning service as crazy as that sounded to me. But like he was like, you need this season. And it was a very yeah. humbling season going from oh, I'm college educated, blah, blah, blah. Like, I kind of had, like, put myself on this pedestal to be like, oh, I'm cleaning people's toilets. That was a whoa, whoa moment yeah. for me. Just got goosebumps, lucky. <laughs> uh, but, like, God needs to humble us in order for us to, like, walk into, like, what we're actually supposed to do. Because, yeah. and that's what's beautiful about our journeys is I think about if I had gone to, like, medical school right out of college I would have been doing it for like oh I'm going to be a doctor like for the status and things like that and I don't think I had that humility yet to be able to be a good physician and to love on people the way I needed to it it was a lot of selfishness and I think a lot of that was broken through yeah you're going to scrub toilets for a while you're going to serve people at like the lowest level and now like if I were to become a physician now it would be you know for the right reasons not yeah so that I can have that status symbol. That's huge, Hannah. That's amazing. Wow, that's powerful. And Hannah's whole premise behind your business is amazing too. I don't know if you want to talk about... Yeah, um, a lot of it that I started for was... Um, for families who like normally couldn't afford cleaning services or I love to do I give veterans discounts so I have a couple veterans that are actually sponsored through the VA that we get to go in and clean their houses for them and a lot of them live alone and so like sometimes that's their only interaction that they have I love cleaning for elderly people and just getting to sit with them and talk with them and hear about their lives I mean I've had incredible experiences with my clients and a lot of it I think is because if I were to be cleaning for people in a higher tax bracket who are super busy and have like vacation homes that I'm just cleaning for and like going in and making the money I wouldn't have those deep relationships of like I've had families like I sit down and have a meal with them while I'm at their house or yeah. their kids will make me Christmas cards or I have this sweet little old lady she's like in her 80s and she'll text me and be like hey Hannah thinking about you today like Aww. I hope you have a good one <laughs> not a thinking about you text ah, I love which those. is like amazing because <laughs> I am such a like I'm such a sappy person yeah. and so if someone says like I'm thinking about you I'm like oh my gosh you're like, like oh my so gosh. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's the words of affirmation in it us is, that's like fluttering. Yes, yes. I'm like, oh my goodness, this sweet little old lady took time out of her day. Yeah. And so it is very like a very relationship based company and like if with my employees too, like I love to like check in with them regularly and be like, Hey, like, what do your financial needs look like? And and being able to honestly I love being able to try to figure out how to make more money so that I can get more money in their pockets for their kids that are in school and you know taking extracurriculars and stuff like that and, yeah and just getting to sit down with them one-on-one or you know bring them coffee or things like that like I, I love how it's like so relationship based and it's so fulfilling in that aspect yeah and I, I love Hannah's business I'm like a supporter till forever oh, thank you <laughs> and I mean because my whole podcast vibe is all about you know resiliency authenticity yeah. being being honest, being real and people and being purpose driven and leaving in every episode with something. Mm-hmm. And that is your whole cleaning company. Like you're going into these people's homes, which is one of the most vulnerable places right, in our life. Right. You know, we're trusting you with that. And you're not only being like mentally like, Hey, I'm here for you. I'm thinking about mm-hmm. you. I'm here for you. Like doing all these things. Like you're just, just like investing in them and like helping them, yeah. but you're literally pouring into them mm-hmm. and giving to them and that's just that is amazing you know there's not a lot of businesses who care on that level and who will give their time people will give Mm -hmm. their money right all the time you look at donors fundraisers and it's awesome it's great because they just write a check but it's when Mm -hmm. the people who actually show up and actually have that relationship and know their names where it's just so different you know yeah, and I love getting to know, yeah, their names, their kids' names, and be like asking about like, you know, how's so and so doing? They started college or whatever. And my clients have blessed me right back. Like when I like, yeah. oh my gosh. I was like, Oh, like I'm gonna serve others and like I had days where I was having a horrible day and they're like, All right, let's just sit down and talk about it and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I'm your housekeeper. Like oh, yeah. what is yeah. happening? And I mean, I had one couple pay for my therapy for a while. Like, what in the world? Like that's it's like when you give to God like when you literally just like do what he's telling you and you're like thankful and you give Mm -hmm. and because people in my life will be like okay how did you get the podcast based that amount Mm -hmm. like how are you getting I can't tell you yet but I'm like (laughs) how did you do that one thing that one thing and I'm like God bro like no you trust and you serve and you do what he says and the doors I mean multitudes they open so oh my goodness and and that's huge too about like giving to God and I and that was a lot of what started my journey too like I was not making a lot of money obviously at Starbucks and and not in mental health either I mean people definitely need to get paid more who work in mental health right but like I was like I was making it by but there was not a lot of money I left after bills like I remember like maybe two months before I started my business, my dad like had to loan me money for me to like buy a new bed. Like yeah. I was I was poor. And I ended up going to a women's conference and they were like asking for money for A twenty one, which is an amazing ministry. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's Christine Kane's and well, can you just describe it really yeah. quick? I'm so not sure. Christine Kane, um, she has an organization that's for like saving trafficked men and women. Oh, rock on! And it's it's an amazing ministry. She's like in 17 different countries. She's doing awesome, awesome work. And one of the women at the conference came and spoke about it and like asked for an offering call. And the Lord laid it on my heart, and He's like, "Give me the money that your dad gave you for the mattress." And I was like. Oh, I was like, God. She's like, like, where am I supposed I was, to sleep tonight? I was like, Lord, <laughs> like, are you sure? And I did it. I, I wrote the check for it. And I was like, okay, God. Like, I was like, I'm giving this to you. I'm going to sleep on the crusty old mattress that I have. And I'll give it to you. And within like, oh, I'm going to cry thinking about it. Within like, we love tears, bro. <laughs> within like two months later, like 
my income had like doubled and at this point my income is like more than quadrupled and it kind of all started with that like god being like how much do you trust me like yeah. do you trust me with five hundred dollars because i will multiply that i promise you i will and now me thinking about the money that was so scary for me to give up how he has brought so much that in my life that i could give it out to others even more yeah. frequently it's amazing hannah gosh it's so good no and it's so real and i i resonate with you because everyone knows when if you listen to the pod you know yes i couldn't cry in august right i couldn't cry back then that's yeah and now when i like surrender and everything god does Mm. it i cry like every night because i'm overwhelmed Mm -hmm. with the amount like i think you know i went to college at evangel and there were times I was like serving in church a lot. There were times mm-hmm. I was preaching. There were times I was doing all these things. And that's great. There was times I was really close to God. And there was times that I wasn't. And I mm-hmm. think with the things that I've been going through in my life, I have been actually like really opening the Bible and like praying and being like, I need you like I need air. Like yeah. I literally, I can't do this anymore without you. And since then, the amount of things that have been happening and moving and opening and all these things for me in the past two months have been nuts and it makes yeah. me cry because it's I like I love that though <laughs> it's like I love it and I'm just like like I don't understand how God could love me that much wow. and yeah. it's it's and that's why oh, yeah. I don't know it's it's overwhelming and mm-hmm. it's it's crazy because you just took this leap of faith knowing like I have no idea where I'm gonna sleep but you're telling me this and I can't talk about what just happened in my life. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that story you told me though. But like God's provision is insane. And and like you're like, I can't even imagine how much he loves you. Like, like that is such a small drop. Like yeah. when he does something like that, it's like that's such a small drop in comparison to like his everlasting love. That, right. Like is completely infinite. Like right. he is doing so much more and will continue to do so much more than that if you just yeah. rely on him. So Yeah, and it costs you like you had to trust him with everything yeah. like the like the only thing you had was that mattress and he said i want it yeah like i didn't have other furniture in my like nothing I had like else a, a what, the one thing your dad was like are you He's kidding like, me i know i like i don't even think i ever told my dad like, i ended don't. up like Honestly. like i've got a bed now i'm good to go but like i don't think i ever even told yeah. him that he'd have been like hannah like why are you being so reckless <laughs> but that's the thing is a lot of times god wants the one thing that you're so scared to get right Right. I've noticed that in my life. I'm like, for sure, like anything. I'll give you anything, I'll but, give you not whatever, but not that. this thing. Not that. Oh my gosh. And that's right. where he's like, I want it. I want it. I want it. Right. You know? And so, mm-hmm. so that's me and Hannah's encouragement yes. on trusting God. Hey, not, if you're you struggling, know. hang in there. You know? yeah. I always say, I'm like, if you tr- like, and it's so cliche to be like, well, just trust God and everything. Like it's genuinely hard. Like it's, give up whatever you're holding back but mm-hmm. here's my thing think of it as like a social experiment okay you know okay. Say, say that you don't rock with god or say whatever like mm-hmm. give yourself a month yeah be committed to it and then you know if you don't feel it afterward whatever that's between mm-hmm. you and god but i'm okay. like give it a month and give it everything you have and actually mm-hmm. tithe and spend time and then see if your life's changed oh 100 like if it, it does like let us know because we yes, love that yes and it and it probably will like give it a few days even yeah. usually like if your heart is truly open and vulnerable like it is crazy how fast things will happen. Yeah. yeah. So many people just like, they try and they don't get what they want and mm-hmm. then they get really upset. But the thing is, it's like, it's, if it's not what God has, he has right. better for you. We are yes. not, there's so many things I didn't get what I want, but I'm like, thank oh, God. God. Do you look like, I know I'll be like, I can't believe I prayed for that. And he was like, no, Hannah, like that's not for yeah. you. And I was like, yes, it is. And I look back, I'm like, oh my goodness. He had so much better for so me. So much better. Yeah. Like, way like infinitely better than I could have imagined. So yeah. Yeah. 
so that's me and hannah's little yes. devo you just got some chapel credit that's right. <laughs> i used to be a dl back in the day yeah you did girl uh, okay so so okay so you just give your mattress your business is booming super well is your life perfect now hannah or what oh. just- <laughs> <laughs> yes everything is amazing for me. honestly like oh yes i'm not gonna lie life isn't perfect but it's pretty close to it like that's awesome if you think about it like like, I'll be driving home from work, and, like, sometimes I'll start to, like, spiral into something negative. Uh, and I'll be like, wow, I'm driving a car right now. Like, do you know how many people, like, don't have a car? Yeah. I have a job where I can actually make money and provide for myself. I know that I'm going to have a meal at home. I know I have a yeah. house. I know I have electricity. Like, it might not be perfect, but, oh, my gosh, I'm so much more blessed. And, and like, I have so much to be grateful for yeah. that it, like we don't think about i guess because we're in like the united states and mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of greed and money hungerness but it's like if you go to like a third world like wow yeah. we live better than than so many people do mm-hmm. and sometimes we take that for granted and so that's why yeah. gratitude is so important so a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah so life mm, you know there's some things that god's like <laughs> removed from my life lately that i was like oh, you know oh yeah. that hurt but in the grand scheme of things like yeah it's wonderful it's a wonderful life that i have yeah yeah and i know like i've actually helped out hannah with a bunch of marketing stuff this year which has been such a fun thing um but i know that you've gone through just like your own struggles and stuff um do you want to get into that at all or anything or yeah yeah hey you know what let's (laughs) advocate about mental health like we all have struggles and vulnerability is good yeah learning vulnerability and, and we're good. super you know like i have my own struggles and on the podcast we only go as deep as mm-hmm. the guest wants to go yeah um Aww, but bless your heart. you're so precious thank you i don't know do you do like trigger warnings is that like a thing you can do like, a trigger warning yeah trigger warning for like mental health stuff I guess. okay like, yeah um but yeah like mm, mental health is like big in my family like there's been lots of issues my mom had depression like from the time I was seven to like all my life I've known her to struggle really bad with that um I have siblings with depression um I myself was diagnosed with depression my freshman year of college but then I received an even harder diagnosis back last summer um it's called PMDD uh premenstrual dysphoric disorder so it's kind of where your brain and your body are hijacked for like two months or two weeks out of the month for a female and it really messes with uh your like interpersonal relationships your drive so usually like it's really bad depression anxiety paranoia feelings of impending doom i mean it it takes over and it has a lot of physical manifestations too so wow um like you just your body feels awful <laughs> like you just yeah. feel terrible for two weeks um out of the month and i've been to a lot of doctors i've been to you know female doctors i've just been to psychologists too because it's such a tricky it's a systemic disorder so it affects your like your whole body but it's a very much a mental disorder too and it's relatively new they put in the dsm like six years ago uh but they have actually like new studies coming out have linked it to almost 50 percent of female suicides so it is it is a it's a high step yeah it is a really bad disorder um and they have no solutions for it at all i i remember sitting in my doctor's office last july and i was like what can you do for me i was like this is this is deeply hurting my life i mean i would have weeks where i couldn't go to work because i was so sick um i would have to leave clients houses because i was so overwhelmed with paranoia just out of nowhere just uh, just like a lack of peace 
and depression where I just couldn't get out of bed some days. And I was like, what can you do for me? And he said, nothing. He said, I've seen marriages ruined by this. I've seen uh, women lose their careers over this, but there's, there's nothing we can do. They have, they have so little research on it. It's so new and we don't have solutions for it. And that definitely spiraled me deeper into where like, like what what are we gonna do like right. n- no medication's gonna work you were just told no. like it's over right like, like here's your life and like two weeks out of every month that's a big chunk of your life especially yeah. when you're you know trying to improve yourself and run a business and take care of your family and and you're like i can't do this and I, it, it got really dark for a long time i mean it was it was so defeating. I'm in a good place now. I've actually like yes, queen. You know what? God, God is good because I've been pretty much symptom free for the last two months. Okay. So, okay, Hannah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? I, I can't. I can't attribute to anything but God. There's nothing. I tried all the diets. Those didn't work. Anything like that. But just like I finally just released it to God. Like I was like, you know what? There might not be a cure, but I've got a big God. So. Yeah. Um, that has been revolutionary, but I know there's a lot of women still out there struggling and that's kind of why I want to get back into the medical field again is because I want to find some answers because if I can stop at least one woman from walking what I've had to walk through, then yeah. I will, I will sure as heck do it. Oh so. my gosh, Hannah. I love you, bro. You're, oh, I, love, I love you. I'm just going to cry again. Cry, cry. That is what, I just yeah. see the way that like your whole life and plan and everything is going to work out. And I mean, everything like every, I just feel like every single job you've had is going to tie into yeah. your, your purpose Somehow and helping people. And yeah. And I mean, every Thank desire you. of your heart, everything like there's, there's a reason, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, that's just having a diagnosis like that and someone be like, there's no hope. You know, yeah. and that's and that's crazy. Like that takes a toll. But also, you're so right. Like God is bigger, mm-hmm. yeah. and all kinds of things. Oh well, we don't have a you know solution for your stomach issue or whatever. Right, like right. you're like, yeah, but my God is right. You know, you look in the Bible too, and all the things that didn't. And you know, mm-hmm. I I admire you for the faith that you're taking, Thank the boldness, you. the the strength. Because that, I mean, that's terrifying. Yeah, and I, mean, I think faith was not always as strong as this. You know, I definitely yeah. was like oh my gosh like how could this happen to me oh right. my life is so hard i feel that you're like yeah. after i you know yeah after i like, had my initial had, mechanism. right after i had my pity party for a few months i was like well hannah your life is gonna go on and you're gonna have this so you can either learn to sit with it and take it or you can battle it back rock on. and you know what there's so many diseases and things like that that are at one point incurable that totally are curable now because of like our medicine and our technology so it's like no like we're not gonna we're gonna say like there isn't a cure like, yeah we just haven't found the cure yet so, amen rock you know, on it's, yeah it's let's just, go <laughs> oh my gosh maybe yeah. that biology degree will be put to work we'll get you back point. on the podcast <laughs> as soon as you complete it i'm just okay. <laughs> Right after you like I write your you book and do your TED talk, yes. you gotta make sure you uh, hop on a Kimo with Cash again. I got again. you. I'll, I'll always be back. <laughs> rock on, you know. rock on. Okay, so how has your life been now? You know, now you're, you know, you're going through some stuff, but yeah, you said you're doing really well. So how has everything kind of been just with yeah. the balance? Um, I mean, the business is doing so well right now. For starters, like. I have time to think about new ways to like innovate with the business now because it's starting to be where it kind of runs itself. Like my employees are 
fantastic very self-sufficient that's awesome and like they just like i write the invoices at the end of the day and i send out their paychecks on fridays and and it runs really smoothly and so that's given me more time to kind of introspect and start to do other things and so right now like actually i applied to grad school yesterday yes okay (laughs) master's in human biology i think that's gonna be kind of my my next step and i'm in school right now to like getting some prerequisites like kind of like brushing up on some of my stuff that I studied in my degree that yeah. like, I'm a little bit rusty on so doing that and um getting in the gym a lot more because yeah queen like, still still being in the military I still have to take my physical fitness tests and I still have to run the two mile and that good stuff I can't even imagine <laughs> running a mile right now oh, I'm just girl, I, no our PT test is this weekend and I haven't ran in months so yeah it's gonna be you got it it. they're gonna be yelling at me and i'm like yeah here we are (laughs) i'm bringing my whole self there you go (laughs) there you go there you go so yeah Yeah. my fitness journey is excited to be back on because i did have surgery last last year so i kind of like getting back into that routine and everything which it's another huge blessing too yeah like i'm getting to be back in the gym and yeah focus on recovery and like getting my body strong again you see what i'm saying guys like hannah's had nine lives like she's it's, gone through literally oh so gosh. much stuff and she's had to battle stuff but i love having people on the podcast who are like you because you're sitting here you're confident you're happy you're joyful but you've gone through some serious crap like you really have and you're battling it and it's being real it's being authentic like thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that stuff well thank you for creating a safe space for that because like we can't be vulnerable and share our stories everywhere you know and like yeah that's true you create a safe place for that and your podcast definitely does that i mean you've had people on the podcast i was like wow i'm so glad they're vulnerable because it would really speak to me like i I remember actually listening to one of your podcasts and i definitely broke down crying i was i was but but like in a good way like it was very cathartic but I was listening to one of your episodes. I think it was talking about the um, the domestic violence shelter. Oh yeah, and like she was tearing, sharing, like sharing her story, and you were like talking with her about that. And I was like, wow, like this story is so powerful, and it can affect so many lives. And I was like, wow, like I used to be there, and yeah. now I'm not, and like God is good. So that's huge. Like you're making a big difference with your podcast. Oh, I hope God. you know that. <laughs> and like that's you know that's why i'm always like i don't care if there's four million viewers if there's one person this can impact right and same with you that's the key you know i mean person like whatever you do if you become a doctor someday if you meet someone at starbucks if you were cleaning someone's house no matter who you're affecting it's gonna Mm -hmm. have a massive impact on them and every single life matters you know and so it's just so huge to step into your calling and help Mm -hmm. people you know yeah and look at you walking in your calling too see Hannah and I just be like this the whole night so maybe I feel like let me hype you up we're like let me hype you up so (laughs) get friends like this like these are good friends yes right your Uh, circle matters your circle matters so take a little break from the deep stuff we're gonna light it up a little bit yes I love it I love it so obviously taylor swift's Stop. new album has come out i'm not like a born true swifty oh, wait what i'm more of like like okay so my sister was always shout out to lauren she was always super i don't know what i don't know what i'm i was a weird kid my sister was into taylor swift she okay. was into one direction okay. she was like had all the cds the posters i had a poster of cake boss like i <laughs> like i saw cake boss at my 12th birthday 
What? Live. No. Yeah. So, okay, I love that though. Cut from like a little bit different claws, but hey, she put me on, Taylor. And good, good. You know, I'm not like this huge Swifty, but I lately, like in my, you know, alumni and like ending college years uh-huh. i've really been messing with some taylor Good, swift as you should and i love how she's so um like sp- intentional and i like how honestly i kind of like how petty she is i'm not gonna lie oh, i, I yeah. kind of like it but like there's so many like meanings mm-hmm. and what she wears and the music videos oh, and all these all things so eggs. the midnights mm-hmm. i mean i i mess with it people are like this is a trash what? album i was so sad when people said that I'm i was like, offended for her because she's a lyrical genius and she puts so much like vulnerability and thought into her yeah. lyrics and i was like but Y'all. i think she doesn't care no, I think she Taylor, she, Taylor Swift writes her stuff right. for her. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, and she's so successful anyway. Like anybody who's talking bad on her is less successful than her. So why should she care? Like, let's be real. Um, same. And okay. that's just a fact for life too. If so if someone's talking bad about you, they're probably not as successful as you. Ooh, so. Or they're jealous or uh, whatever. Who so cares? Sad. Okay, so what's the song that is your favorite on the album? Uh, I was gonna say "You're on Your Own Kid" is really really good. Mm. Talks about like working through things by yourself and on your own. Uh, working through those challenges but i also am a sucker for um the whole the whole sky one it's mm, about like okay it, it's kind of like it's a breakup ballad and it's yeah. it's kind of sappy and sad but at the same time it like took some heartstrings i'm like okay right. if i want to cry on my way home from work i'll listen to hannah's me. like a deep track girl like, oh yes she likes yeah. the ones that like n- are yeah. not on that tiktok sounds track so <laughs> oh <laughs> no but i'm like a swifty like as soon as her albums drop i listen to them really and i only allow myself to listen to like that album until i have the whole thing memorized so like are you this kind of person Just who like you have to, to listen to the song like the chronological order so you can mm-hmm. kind of okay okay because yeah, a lot of okay. times she'll tell a story with her album they do they do yeah. yeah so i'm like no i gotta listen to number one and i gotta memorize like what comes next and i gotta wow. learn the lyrics and, yeah no it's a probably unhealthy obsession but you no, know what? i mean rock on okay. i mean get it She's i do like i do like midnight rain because okay, I, I, so okay. I feel like i'm in a situation where i'm like trying to work on myself okay and i there's like an element where you know where it's like he wanted and then and, and I wanted that, that pain. pain. <laughs> right. Part of me, I'm always like, I don't want that pain. But then I'm always like, mm. but we do less of the drama sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't want bland. Like, <laughs> right. You don't want it to be boring. Who wants that? I don't know. So I think Taylor gets it because I think there's an element of her where she doesn't, she doesn't know. No. And she puts that in her music. Cause it's so good. And then I'm like, well, I don't know. And I resonate with your music, so it's beautiful. Yeah, so so it's a ten out of ten for me. Yeah, I'm so happy that you like know those songs. Like that just pumps me up more. Mastermind, that one's a banger too. It's so good. I know her beats are too good. Yeah. We we do. She's going on tour as well, and her tickets okay. are a little bit cheaper yeah. compared to bigger not artists. Horrible, so horrible. kind of exciting. You know, it's like not like a Harry Styles ticket. Like, I know. Honestly, I'm, I'm honestly over. I mean, I do like Harry Styles, but, but after that, like movie, uh, don't worry, darling. Oh no, I'm kind of losing my love for Harry. Yeah, to be honest. Uh, you know i'm sure like some movie people love it but it just no, it, was, it wasn't it wasn't was it for like, me Aw. yeah like, it was he was like my run direction dude and now yeah now here we are okay sorry no sorry, harry harry mm, harry's out uh morgan Taylor. wallen morgan wallen yes some whiskey glasses Let's yeah go. bro he's fine okay um, so I have to ask because obviously we're girly pops. Okay. Uh, well, relationship status. Ooh, but, but, oh, oh but no. she kind of she like hinted ah. about the Taylor Swift thing. So yeah, uh, freshly single. Ooh, 
yeah. Are you are you on the market? Or are you no? Kinda, I yeah. am very off the market. And we love respectfully. that. We respectfully. You know what? I'm obsessed with that. Right. Like I, there's a lot of layers too. Like I, I've been through quite a few relationships and breakups. And one of my biggest regrets was like jumping into something else quickly because first of all, you're not over them. Like, you're not the other person yeah. by any means. So a lot of times you're like rebounding or you're like projecting your pain onto that new person. And how unfair is that for me to like my heart still belongs to my ex? I'm like, yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna like waste your time. So, like, that's a big thing, too. And, like, just respect for our relationship, too. Like, I feel like it's really hurtful to see the other person move on really quickly. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to create any kind of hurt. Like, it's, yeah. it, was a, it was a breakup for, like, you know, good, you know, just heading different directions. No hard feelings or anything yeah. like that. Um, different places in life. And those like, are hard because you're those like those are the worst. Actually, like, like not even like an issue. With no, you're just it's like, like man, we just bro, really I want still different love things. You, but. <laughs> right? It's like oh, if the narrative was different, oh, yeah. if like it was a different time. Yeah. But that's also like a beautiful way, I guess, to end things too, because mm-hmm. you can like look back on it fondly and be like, you know yeah. what? I loved somebody with my whole heart. I was vulnerable, and it didn't work out, and yeah. that's okay. So, bro, how mature of you? Like, rock on. <laughs> Hannah, and you're gonna be like you're in your bag and you're so yeah. career oriented right now oh, that yeah. I can't wait to see just all the things that are gonna happen the right. rest of this year too. Mm-hmm. And our lives are so much more, especially like as women, I feel like our lives people are like, Oh, you'll have more value if you have a man and it's like we can do incredible things on our own. Yeah. Absolutely amazing things. It can definitely so. be challenging as a woman in business. Oh my god. And gosh. I know in the Kelly <laughs> episode we did talk about it, uh-huh. but just even like, you know, having to be honest or stick mm-hmm. up for yourself or things it it's just like i'm not trying to be that guy where it's like women have it but it's it's like an unwritten but thing non-verbal that no, it like it is it's difficult to you know excel sometimes as mm-hmm. a woman or get yeah. the same exact respect that a man does oh, yeah the respect is never the same and then a lot of times people think like you moved up because you're pretty privileged or whatever yeah. and it's like i'm actually working really hard yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah i see that in the military a lot yeah and it's it's definitely just so that's challenging in itself Mm -hmm. but you know we've talked about so many things and whether it be you know the business aspect Mm -hmm. the mental health aspect the taking a risk aspect yeah what advice would you give to a listener who's going through Mm. you know say there's someone sitting right here right now listening Mm -hmm. um we'll just i don't yeah you're sitting right there and you are maybe you're about to graduate college maybe you're feeling alone maybe you've been studying something for so long and you Mm -hmm. realize that you're about to graduate and you hate it like oh yeah what is your advice for that person who is just like i don't know you know or i'm lost and I would say having no idea what you're going to do next is one of the most exciting places to be because there's so many options. Like if you like you wanted to be a doctor since you were eight, well, now you're like, you're going to be a doctor, but you could be 21 and be like, I could literally be anything I want to be. Yeah. And the the sky's the limit. And also like trust God and he's going to take you exactly where you want to be. For sure. And furthermore, like it's okay to have no idea what you're doing. That's totally normal everybody doesn't know what they're doing at some right. point just roll with the punches take opportunities when they come trust your gut yeah 100 percent. so when you were starting the business you know mm-hmm. whether it be like funding or yeah. figuring out all those things like what advice would you give to someone who does want to start their own llc oh, yeah. um you know and is looking for employees and looking mm-hmm. for quality talent like what would you mm-hmm. say i would say utilize your resources like people you know network as much as you can 
Um, ask people as many, like advice, you cannot get enough advice. Like ask people who went before you. Like I had so many business owners who like really helped me develop and grow and were like, hey, read this book. Hey, get this accountant, um, you know, like take these steps. Like Profit First is a great book if you're thinking about starting your own business. Um, I'm rereading it. So I need to read that one as well. One. It's a good one. There's a lot of podcasts out there for entrepreneurs. Keeping up with cash. I'm just kidding. Yeah, keeping up with cash. Like now you can here for your I'm entrepreneur needs. <laughs> no, for real. I'm just like, seriously, check it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that's big. Uh, be totally, totally okay with failure because your first year, your first two years, you're going to make a lot of mistakes because you have no idea what you're doing. Like, yeah. Zero idea. Like I didn't know about insuring and bonding and payroll. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Um, another thing would be try to, that's hard, but like follow your passion, find your why, but be smart with it too. Like think about your overhead. How much is your overhead going to be? Aim for that profit immediately because you don't want to be like swallowed up in bills or taking out big loans. Like the main reason like small businesses fail is because they grow too fast. Mm-hmm. So let yourself grow slow. Don't be like, oh, I need to be like in business 417 or, or right. on I need an amazing right. office that's completely right. modern. It's like, yeah. no, like you don't like the people who like are driving the nice cars for their businesses to have the nice offices. They're probably bringing home less than like the person who's like, I mean, I run my business out of my apartment and my profit is good because I didn't need all the floof and mm-hmm. extra stuff. Yeah. I just knew what I wanted to do and I made it happen. So that's so good. And I think one of the really humbling experiences too is really not knowing your stuff and yeah. having to ask people for help. Yes. I once did a mock interview with a magazine here in Springfield and there were a lot of things I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And she told me, and I was just like, you know, when you don't, you know, you're trying to like finesse, you're like, Oh my gosh, for sure. Yeah. Totally like, got blah, this. Blah. At the end of the interview, she uh-huh. was like, yeah, you did great, but I can totally tell you I have no idea what you're talking about on this one topic. She was oh, like, I would have preferred okay. you to say, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Because at least you're being honest uh-huh. and authentic Ooh. instead of being like, Oh, for sure. Like she's uh-huh. like, I know you're fluffing half of that interview oh and I how did that make like, you feel slap in the face ah uh, yeah but i got an a minus so hey you did but it now though. every single time i'm at work or something mm-hmm. or if someone who is more powerful than mm-hmm. me or smarter than me yeah. is saying something and it's like an acronym i don't know or it's mm-hmm. a program i don't know i'm yeah. like truthfully i have no idea what you're talking about can you explain that mm-hmm. and they're like oh okay for sure you're, it shows you're being engaged and Absolutely. it shows that you're here to learn and mm-hmm. i mean nobody wants someone who's young and knows, knows everything because right. you could be the most educated 23 25 year old ever mm-hmm. but you don't have the same experience right, level as right. somebody else you're still not gonna know everything right and people around you are amazing resource so yeah yeah i say i don't know all the time that's like my i don't Amazing. know <laughs> like, no clue. people are like what's your profit margin and i'm like can you like define that term for me can you if it was a color like right. <laughs> can you, you describe picture? it <laughs> i always tell this one lady i'm at my work i'm always like okay I hear everything you're saying, but can you please say it to me like I'm five? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so that's embarrassing. But then they say it again, and I'm like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, this is right. exactly what you need. Because right. <laughs> some people are so in their niche that they're like talking way yeah. like a level that you're like, oh yeah, yeah. use some words I can I can work oh, yeah. with. <laughs> so, do you have any more projects or anything coming up in the future, or things you can't talk about yet? No, no, no. I got mean, anything? the business is going to continue to grow. Um, I'm hopefully doing some things for Christmas time. Okay. Like, like maybe some 
like house cleaning giveaways for people who mm-hmm. couldn't afford it for the holidays. All right, y'all like better that. go follow her on Facebook. Hey, yes, yeah. check it out. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, just getting ready to go back to school. So that's very exciting for me. Very so. cool. Do you have any advice for anyone who maybe is in a upper, you know, business position or they want to start something like this and they do have um, like a like struggle with their mental health or they do have oh. a diagnosis similar to yours like do you yeah. have any advice you would give to that person who feels like I can't oh do gosh. this and I'm hopeless yeah. yeah um your your diagnosis is not your identity that's like, good that's not who you are like it's something you live with but it's not something that has to define you and yeah like it can be so scary to be like this is all that I am and how will I ever move forward also like look into stories of people who had a diagnosis and it became a catalyst for their success. Like That's there good. are some people that struggle. I mean, think about Beethoven. Like, oh yeah, hey, Steve Jobs supposed to be like, like aborted when he was born. Right, right. Like anything. if not him, no iPhone. Like <laughs> right, but really, it's like yeah. Every like, thank God, people with setbacks went ahead and were bold and brave and like yeah. brought their vulnerable selves into the world. And were like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can Soul to make surfer. a difference with what I have. Everything. I mean, one arm surfing, right, like right. in competitions. I mean, right. Yeah. And also remembering, like, for a while I felt so lonely in my diagnosis. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to live with this. Everybody lives with something. And you know what? Like, you might be struggling with this. Somebody else might be struggling with something that is just as big in their life. Yeah. And they're getting up every day and they're facing it and moving on. And if you are struggling with mental health, reach out to people. So many people want to help you. Do mm-hmm. not sit in that loneliness. Do not sit in that thinking you're stuck yeah. forever. I promise it's a season. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. And you That's can get so help. Good. You can get help and, and you can live a fulfilling life. That's so good. And when people, when strangers meet people like Hannah and they're like, oh my gosh, you're successful and you're nice and you're beautiful and you're joyful. And then they hear her story. It, it like puzzles them because they don't get it they're like you're living with something where you have no idea if you'll overcome it you, but yeah. you're walking and you're like well i am trusting in god that he'll just take care of me today mm-hmm. like sometimes it's just literally like i can only trust god right now and today like and it's a daily surrender it's a daily having to take you know take up your cross and be like i can't do this mm-hmm. on my own and I don't know. I feel like when you do that, even though you're so confused and you have no idea what you're doing and you're scared and it's a risk, there's there's that piece where, you know, because we can't handle all of our life on our own no. and we cannot, you can't carry that every day. Right. That's massive. And we weren't meant to. You weren't meant to. Right. Yeah. And that's what we focus on. Like your focus determines your direction. So that's you, so good. If you focus on your mental health issues, they will eat you alive. But if you focus on how can I make a difference, focus on, you know, god your hair power yeah maybe like like you don't have to let it take over your life 100 percent. and i was even talking to someone and i'm like it's crazy too how serving others in any kind of capacity really does help us oh my gosh because yes say say you have like another awful you know diagnosis where you're hopeless or say you're mm-hmm. just literally going through a deep depression or yeah. you have stomach issues or whatever whatever your issue is mm-hmm. if you're going through a breakup who knows whatever it is when you take yourself out of your situation and say you are, you know, helping the homeless people downtown, mm-hmm. you're serving in your church, you're picking up kids for church, you're you're cleaning up for someone, you're washing someone's feet, like whatever you're doing, it, it literally is forcing you out of your bubble and right. into theirs. Right. And there's just something about that that truly changes mm-hmm. the way our brain thinks about things. Right. And we realize like it's not just about my problems and the world is bigger and the impact mm-hmm. is bigger. 
right and it's it's insane and i feel like truly that helps our own spirits too and yeah sorry it was beautiful morgan kind of a little rant there no but that's so (laughs) true and i think if we understood if we look outside of ourselves and how we can serve others even when we're hurting not only is that so beautiful but it does it changes our lives and changes our perspective and can help a lot can help so much Mm -hmm. well hannah you're just like one of the besties queen and thank you so much for being on the podcast so obviously we have to end it per usual like i end everything else uh favorite quote favorite song and what do you want your legacy to be okay favorite quote uh right now would be life is uh, a progression not an exercise of perfection Ooh, that's good yeah, that's, i totally thought you were gonna say a highway but <laughs> life is a highway baby <laughs> but no yours is way more yeah, like deep you. and awesome oh, is there you. any explanation in that quote or um, i struggle a lot with perfectionism and thinking everything in my life needs to look a certain way be a certain mm-hmm. way and the beauty is actually in just making progress and being a little bit better than you were the day before. That is so right on. That is so beautiful. Ah, I love this girl. <laughs> okay, favorite song. Okay, every single song on the Midnight's album. Woo! This yes. is, I swear, like, we're not sponsored by Taylor Swift, but maybe we should be. I Taylor, mean, please hear me. <laughs> please give us free tickets and we will out. advertise you for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> forever, forever, forever. <laughs> Okay, well, what do you want your legacy to be? Like, what do you want to be remembered as? Um, I want to be remembered as someone who never gave up and who made the world a better place for the people who came after them. Like, if that's anything, like, especially with, like, having kids someday, like, I want my legacy to be that, like, I I broke the generational curses. I I did the work. I did what needed to be done so that others could have a more beautiful life. Um, that's just guys her heart is so pure <laughs> it's so good mm, well and i think you're literally on the right track so i think you're so admirable and there's so many exciting things that are going to happen for you and just keep on mm. trusting god and and too, girl. and yeah you're just getting started oh we're just getting started you're literally just getting started <laughs> 2023 is gonna be our year that's <laughs> your year i hate how cliche that is but genuinely no. it's it's like it. there's so many things that are already planned that i'm oh, like i'm so excited ah! for you with some of the stuff i know you have so exciting well just some updates you guys obviously listen to you know the next couple episodes i'm super excited about them again if you want to start your own podcast you know what to do the link is in this episode a lot of people ask me about like how to do it i don't know if i should <laughs> i like suck no, at tiktok i really you do i'm like, so a little scared tutorial. i'm like should i do that yes. I, i'm so scared of getting canceled i don't know why just because like <laughs> cancel you. i cringe myself out so badly i'll make all these drafts and i'm like ew morgan no no way like i'm so scared of people like watching me it's so oh. weird but like tiktok because that's the that's the app that has like so much hate that's true oh my god like i saw a mom and her daughter like making homemade bread and someone was like oh my gosh what kind of pan are you using are like you are you serious me? i was like they're making homemade <laughs> bread like, like this is a beautiful moment they're sharing like we're hate on everything we it's do just funny and yeah. i so i don't know i mean if you want me to give a tutorial let yes. me know and i'll literally make one but do you it. have to let me know otherwise i'm not gonna do it like <laughs> <laughs> do it for the fans morgan <laughs> uh yeah so click the link to start your own podcast or hit me up oh whatever <laughs> if this episode impacted you in any way please let me and hannah know we love hearing people's stories we love words of affirmation we love vulnerability and we Mm -hmm. love just being able to help people so if it impacted you let us know if you did like it hit that five Mm -hmm. stars it goes a long way 
But again, you guys are just amazing. Yes. I started like going places in Springfield and they're like, you're podcast girl, right? Mom, did I just make it? I'm just, Be keeping no, up with Cash. That's you. <laughs> keeping up with Cash, baby. No, I don't really know. You just got to keep it one one day at a time. <laughs> You're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a tough month for sure. But you have to, like Hannah said, it's a tough day. It's a tough month, but it's not a tough life. Mm-hmm. Like you, yeah. it's not it's your not diagnosis. It's not forever. There's so much hope in tomorrow. So love you guys uh just keep it real buy the merch and i got some news i got some new stuff cooking in the kitchen what yeah i can't tell you but i like i got some stuff in the works we're ready i'm excited okay love you guys bye Bye.